When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is good, everybody? Welcome to another Gold Standard Podcast. I'm Rob Stats Guerrero here with a very special guest from the Ross Tucker Football Podcast and Westwood One. Ross Tucker, how the hell are you, sir? Stats, fantastic, man. Always great to see you. Can I, I mean, I, I can believe, but I can't believe your boys are back in the big game, man. Kudos to them because uh, it wasn't looking good either one of those games. They definitely have that that playoff pedigree, that that heart of a champion thing going, that's for sure. Well, I do want to ask you about that. Ross is here with MyFrontPageStory.com, one of the absolute best gift ideas that you can get for anybody. Before we, oh, there it is. There is the front page right there. The front page of the 49ers story, Ross, I think is what you just said. I think they have morphed from a team that used to blow you out to now a team that is able to deal with adversity and come back from when they're behind. They have, and that's stunning because, as you know, we all have heard regurgitated a million times all of the statistics for Kyle Shanahan and the Niners when they're behind in games. And so they deserve a ton of credit for that. I will say this, though. It reminds me a little bit, stats, of earlier in the year when the Eagles, you know, they they were 10-1 and and they were beating – the Chiefs in a close game and the Bills mm-hmm. in overtime and the Cowboys at the, you know, at the one yard line at the end. And like they were still winning and and, and everybody in Philadelphia was saying what you're saying right now. <laughs> I mean, this team is just special, man. This, these guys just find a way. And then obviously after the Niners thrashed them, it all just kind of came crashing down after that. We'll see whether or not that's the case for the 49ers in the Super Bowl, but they deserve a lot of credit. And I know people look at it and say, yeah, well, they got lucky because the Packers did this, uh, this play or that play, or, you know, the Packers got a bad spot and the Jordan Love quarterback sneak or the field goal kicker missed it or whatever. And obviously what people are saying about the Lions game too. Here's what I would always say about those things, right? Number one, you still have to capitalize on those errors. You still have to make the plays on your side to still win the game. And then secondly, the Niners don't make those mistakes. Like they don't make those plays late. It's the same thing with the Chiefs, to be honest with you, against like the Ravens or the Bills. Ravens and Bills made some dumb plays. The Chiefs did not. And that's why they're in the Super Bowl again as well. You know, the Niners made the plays they had to make to win the game, including your quarterback, whom I love. And so that's why they're here, and they deserve to be here. Can we say a nice thing about Brock Purdy without starting the sentence with what he isn't? I feel like that's how it goes. He's not Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson, but Brock Purdy can really scramble. How about just 
Brock Purdy can move. Brock Purdy can make big plays in the fourth quarter. Brock Purdy's QBR in the second half of the NFC Championship game was 99 out of 100. Can we just say that instead of talking about what Brock Purdy isn't? Uh, I can, but most people <laughs> can't for two reasons. And uh, the one is what I am now calling draftism, which I despise. The other is not his fault either which is social media. So the draftism component is pretty obvious, right? Which is that the football world hangs on to your draft status as long as it is tenable. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is people will talk about Mr. Irrelevant, all that with Brock Purdy until he wins a championship. And then even then he might still have to win a second one before people will finally Put that to bed, right? Like, it's the same reason why Zach Wilson got so many chances with the Jets. It's the same reason why some team will, like, sign or trade for Zach Wilson this offseason <laughs> because the potential's there, man. The ability's there. Look, he can't play, okay? He's not good. But it's draftism. I've seen it. You know what? Stats, I can speak to this. As an undrafted guy, as soon as I played poorly, I was gone, right? That's why I got cut four times. Whereas some of these guys, some of these first-round offensive linemen, they stink for like two years, <laughs> and the team keeps them out there and keeps giving them chances. It is unbelievable. I've literally seen scouts that watch like an undrafted guy have nine good plays in a row, and then he has a bad play of like, see, yeah, that's why I didn't get drafted right there. And conversely, <laughs> a first-round pick, could have nine bad plays in a row. And then he has one where he looks awesome. And they're like, see, that's why he was a first-round pick. So draftism is a big one for Purdy. Look, draftism was a thing for Tom Brady until it got to the point where it's just like, okay, forget it. You know, like we can't say it anymore, right? Like it's, it, it's over. The other thing is we live in a social media highlight culture, okay? Brock Purdy is not particularly – highlight worthy he's not gonna have a preposterous throw like josh allen he's not gonna contort his body like mahomes he's not gonna run around like lamar jackson although he ran very effectively very effectively against the lions in the second half which is why by the way i already took the prop bet for purdy over 11 and a half rushing yards in the super Bowl. are you kidding me 11 and a half I already took the over 11 and a half rushing yards on the even money betting podcast for Purdy. But again, he reminds me of Brady in this instance where nobody ever watched Tom Brady throw a five yard out to Wes Welker and was like, Oh my gosh, did you see that? Get that up on TikTok as soon as possible. That was like Brady just threw the ball to the guy it was supposed to go to when it was supposed to go to him, where it's supposed to go. Like, what a novel concept. If you think about it, the highlight stuff, that's only when you're outside of structure and you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Purdy is pretty darn good at doing what he's supposed to do. And he's shown, by the way, he can do more than that. That one play was absolutely preposterous against the Lions. So he's shown he can do more than that. The, the combo of draftism 
and not being particularly highlight-worthy social media explosive plays are why people will be skeptical about Purdy until he wins it, which, by the way, will be why I'll be thrilled. Like, if he wins it, I'll be thrilled for some of my buddies like check, and I'll be thrilled for Purdy because one of my favorite things being in the media is when guys assassinate or annihilate or vaporize stupid false narratives about them. <laughs> that people, Marvin Lewis never won a playoff game. Like, I want to, Mar- I don't care about Marvin Lewis. I want him to win a playoff game so bad just so the morons who don't actually do prep couldn't just say the same thing. Yeah, he never won a playoff game, blah, blah, blah. I want to punch these people in the face that say stuff like that. <laughs> Let's go to the 49ers defense because I'm I'm trying to make sense of this, Ross. I thought they were a really good defense in terms of points per game. They're right up there at the top of the league. But there are times when they just get shoved around. In the first half of the NFC Championship game, the Lions were dominating the 49ers. They ran for over five yards before contact. What do I make of this 49ers defense? Are they going to get shoved around in the Super Bowl? I think there's a decent chance of that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'll just say right now, I am shocked that the Chiefs are the underdogs as you and I are talking stats. I like the Chiefs quite a bit. That doesn't mean they'll win the game. But in my mind, the Chiefs were the better team in all three of their playoff games, right? Including at Buffalo and at Baltimore. I'm not sure the Niners were in either one of their games. Now, listen, none of that matters. All that matters is who wins and goes the next round, and you and I both know that. But watching it didn't really feel like the Niners controlled either one of those games, and one of the reasons is the defense. And I think there's been a drop-off from D'Amico Ryans to Steve Wilkes in terms of calling the defense. I have Greg Cosell, as you know, on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast every week. He pointed out last week, you know, the Niners are bottom third in the league on third down. down, Yeah, That is bad. (laughs) <laughs> especially when you have middle-of-the-field coverage linebackers like Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw, and you have what should be a good four-man rush. They should not be that bad on third down. Their rush has not been as good as you would expect it to be with the guys that they have. Maybe it's a depth thing. Maybe those guys have worn down. I don't know. You know, Chase Young finally did a little bit the other night, but he hasn't done very much. I think that's the combo why they're not good enough. And that would really concern me against Mahomes and Kelsey and the Chiefs. Yeah, the, Kyle Shanahan said the thing that disappointed him was the pursuit. It's like, well, you're in the NFC Championship game. You, you can't be working on your pursuit. It's time to pursue. But anyway, we will see what happens. Ross Tucker is here for myfrontpagestory.com. It is the ultimate gift idea. Tell people why they need to check this out, Ross. Well, I appreciate it. And hopefully you'll get one for your wife stats because how many years in a row are you going to do a gift card? How many years in a row are you going to do flowers? Like you got to change it up, do something unique. This is the thing. You talk to one of their writers for 10 minutes or you fill out an email. That I think has five questions. Tell them how amazing your significant other is. Send in a couple pictures of you and them. If you have kids, maybe include the kids. They write this unbelievable story. Looks like it's on the cover of the newspaper. It's framed. I'm showing you an example right now for the people that are watching us. And I have never had someone not say it's the coolest gift they've gotten. Just being able to say to her, I want to do something special. So I had a story written about you. Like that just sounds so money. It's not even funny. And if you do do it, anybody watching or listening, if you do do it, make sure you tell the writer, 
I just never thank her enough for all the little things she does. Even if you can't think of anything she does for you, just say that. They cry every time. It's hilarious. It's like a next-gen stat. 95% cry happy tears <laughs> if you use that line. Myfrontpagestory.com. Myfrontpagestory.com. So not only are you giving us the gift, you're giving us the hack for the gift. Last thing right. really quick before I let you go, Ross. Give me the, the myfrontpagestory.com headline of Super Bowl Monday. Uh, Mahomes and and the Chiefs are a dynasty. No, no, come on, Brock. Hey, dude, I'm not saying I want that to happen. I played for the Patriots. I'm not saying I want that to happen, <laughs> but I would have a really tough time picking against the Chiefs. You know, like anything can happen in the game. There's a reason why the Niners are favored. But the way the Chiefs have been playing, and especially the way Mahomes has played and their pedigree in these games with Purdy still being fairly uh, new to it, uh, it would be a very impressive win for the Niners and Purdy. All right. Well, thank you very much for the time, Ross. You're a big jerk. Never come on the show again. <laughs> hey, good luck, man. I'll see you in Vegas. This has been a Gold Standard Podcast Network production, part of the Fans First Sports Network.